the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. I'm Tim Calloway. I have a master guest for you today. Norit Kuhn, managing partner of the agency in the Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area, actually ranked 14th amongst real estate teams nationwide and number one in the state of Maryland by the Wall Street Journal. She actually heads a professional team that closed billions of dollars in real estate across the D.C. metro area, and the most fascinating part, 585 transactions over last year. I'm really excited to hear this story. Welcome to the show, Nareet. How's things going in Maryland, Washington, D.C.? Tim, thank you for having me. Very excited to be here with you. Love your podcast. So thank you for inviting me. Most definitely. Most uh, definitely. D.C. is amazing. Come on, come visit us. Come back right here. I got to tell you, I, I know I mentioned it earlier, you know, in the pre-show. And, you know, I'm from that area and, and I've, I've been married 30, almost 31 years. And I have never taken my spouse to Maryland or Washington, D.C. <laughs> and she's from New York. So. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's kind bad of boy. odd, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad guy, uh, but it, it's hard to leave South. Well, hiding Florida. something from her, from your Maryland life. <laughs> yeah, I can't let her. I can't let her see all that. You never know. I'll, I'll roll up on somebody she shouldn't talk to, probably. So tell <laughs> Tell me, um, you know, let's start at the beginning. I love to have guests like you that have a great story and your story probably far surpasses a lot of folks out there. You know, how'd you get started? Where are you from? And, you know, and we'll get to now. Go ahead. Well, I came from Israel 22 years ago. I was actually in a completely different field, but it's interesting, somewhat related, but completely different. I was in defense. Uh, I worked on um, anti-ballistic missile programs and all sorts of unique explosives and different programs, military wow. programs. Um, I came here to the U.S. working for the Israeli government representing uh, Israel here in the U.S. and uh, did my master degree in Maryland just for fun, evening nights kind of thing while I'm here in America and met my husband, decided to stay here. And that's kind of where, where I started in, in the U.S., um, I switched a career because I decided to stay here. I switched a career to real estate 22, 20. So I've been here in America for 30 years, 31 okay. years. Switched a career 21 years ago to real estate. Time passes quick. Sorry. It 31 does. years here in America. <laughs> but 21 years in real estate and I'm loving, loving every day of it. Awesome. Fantastic. So what made you decide on real estate? I mean, you came from... Uh, you know, I, I guess the armament post, uh, you know, which is defense. And, and like, as you said, you started throwing words like missiles out and things like that. And of course, my ears perk up a little bit. And then all of a sudden, one day you go, honey, I'm going to go sell real estate. <laughs> is that, is that yeah, well, how it happened? Or? No, 11 years in defense, 11 years in uh, explosives and different programs. Loved every moment of it. 
Um, and uh, But I was working for the Israeli government, so it was different. And when I decided to stay here in America, I need to find a career in America. Gotcha. Um, and uh, it was funny. I was walking down the neighborhood because before that, I was renting a place. The government was renting me a place. So I never thought about buying. But there was an open house. And I said, well, let me look at what it is. It was in 2001. If you remember the market back then. For sure. I walk into the neighborhood and I saw an open house. I went in there and I calculated and I saw, damn, my rental is higher than what the mortgage is going to be. Yeah. So I turned around and bought two, one for me and one for rental. And that's <laughs> how I got to real estate. <laughs> there you go. That That's the what they say, uh, baptism by fire, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> you throw yourself in and say, I'm going to do it, you know? So, yeah. so that's, that's interesting. It really is because I, I want to ask you, and you know, it's going to lead up to the ultimate question. Uh, but I want to ask you what kind of corollaries, I mean, do you see um, some, some uh, resemblance to what's happening today in the real estate market to what we saw in 2001 leading up to 2000, not to be negative or anything like that, but to 2008, uh, I see some, you know, uh, some similarities to the early 2000s for sure. But what's your take on that? So actually, I think it's completely different. Okay. Um, and what happened is, if you remember in 2001 to 2006, between 2001 to 2003 or so, prices were supposed to go up because mm -hmm. it, it just it didn't go up since 90, early 90. And it was due for a correction. So they went up. And then it got overcorrected because uh, mortgage lenders became greedy and bankers became oh, yeah. greedy. And they started giving everybody and everybody uh, mortgages, people who cannot afford, people starting to think, oh, damn, it's easy. I'm just going to buy and then flip it next week and I'm going to make right. 20000 And I'm going to buy and flip again and make 20000 And people start to get, it was predatory lending where you take, you get mortgages where you don't even show that you have a job, that you don't have a show that you can afford it. You don't even have to have a down payment. Right. And we're giving you, you have a heartbeat and a credit, yeah. you got a house, right? right? <laughs> you remember that like, like the 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 no doc or low doc loans you know no they, docs no no job no yeah got a heartbeat though I, so, I i remember those conversations sure right remember so the, the the thing is so many people bought houses they weren't supposed to and bought investment properties don't even know what it's all about and when the market slowed down or crashed and then we crashed overnight kind of thing because people were over their head with the debts. Mm -hmm. And when you have zero equity in your house and you bought a house of 500 and the right. next day it's worth maybe 400, you just take the keys mm -hmm. and bring it back to the bank because you have no equity. You have no stake in right. that house. And that's what happened. And the more people did it, the more it crashed. Right. So, so today we're a totally different world. First of all, people have equity. People yeah. have a lot of equity in the house. On average, people have about 30% equity in their houses. So if you have a house that's worth 500 and you owe 400 on it, you have $100,000 equity in it, maybe you're not going to throw it back to the bank. You're going to stay with it. You're going to ride right. the ride. You may not sell it, but you're going to wait, right? Right. So you don't have tons of foreclosures, which we don't. If we don't envision to have all these foreclosures, which we don't because we bought the equity, um, then there's not going to be the same situation as 2007, 2008. 
that's that's a major difference right there. We also have um, still more demand than supply. What makes um, anything in the world in the economy is what drops the price a price on anything is if you have more supply than demand. Right. Price going down, but we don't. We are very, very historically low in supply, extremely historically low supply, and it's not changing anywhere. And, and the reason is we had this jump between uh, 2020 to 2022 mm-hmm. and in sales and prices. And why? Because we had to make up, if you see the curve, mm-hmm. when COVID came, everything stopped. Right. We didn't sell houses. Died, stopped one day. And then we had to make up for that time because all these buyers who didn't buy for those six months came back to the market. Plus the new buyers were supposed to come to the market. So we had over demand because of COVID. So when we had over demand, the demand, less supply, obviously prices go up. It's starting to level up a little bit, but we still have more demand than supply. We're not crashing anywhere. Good. That's good news. That's that's exactly what I think most people want to hear on either side of the equation. Yeah, there's the naysayers. They're like, oh, I wish there were a crash so I could capitalize. But I don't think people really realize what comes with that. You know, the toll it takes on our society and in our neighbors. Right. Uh, you, know, you know, yeah, I create some opportunities for some folks, but nobody wants to see an overcorrection uh, onto the downside. Uh, Absolutely. And there's there's also facts, you know, since the 60s, we had nine recessions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And every time there was a recession, except for one time during the bubble burst in 2007, except for that time, which we know what happened, which is a different situation. Every time there was a recession, housing prices went up. Right. Okay. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. They're just... (laughs) There is a lot going on. Just there's a lot of factors in the equation, right? It, it's not just about overinflation, or it's not about uh, recession. Not just about recession. It's not just. There's just so many factors that go into it. supply chain issues. What's going on overseas? You know yes. things like that that go into the equation. So for any, you know, all the pundits out there that are like, oh, this is you know this is the beginning of the end, or Chicken Little, the sky is falling. I would say, uh, I you know, I started in ni- my personal, you know, this isn't about me, it's about you. But in 1992, I used to package REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust, uh, for Bear Stearns. And I, I can't tell you, uh, there's something called the odd lot theory, right? And the odd lot mm-hmm. theory is that the, the common man on the street, the small investor, the person just buying the singular is always wrong. And it's not always wrong because... Uh, it's just their opinions always wrong. They 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 don't because they don't pay attention to. Now there's a lot more information today we can extrapolate from the internet. People like yourself who know you know have have a lot of the data at their fingertips. But the bottom line is nobody needs to run around worrying about the sky falling at all. You know. No, to, absolutely. No. Yeah, and, and you don't want to buy, live your life that help. way, right? Say that you don't want to live your life that way anyway. Right. Walking around like that. Thank you. I don't want to run. If I buy a house, you know, even if I have to live in it, I want to be happy. I remember, you know, in 2007, 2008, do you remember all the flyer? I mean, not necessarily flyers, but 
you would see or hear about it on the radio, cash for keys, you know, I mean, it was like, hey, just turn in your keys and we'll give you $3,000, walk away, go away. You know, you talk about predatory. Yes, right? big time. Yeah, who's big time, not, right. you know, who wasn't underwater and felt like their mortgage payment says, you know, two, $3,000 a month or whatever it might've been. And they mm -hmm. go, man, this is ridiculous. You know, I can go start all over somewhere. And it just yeah. doesn't need it. That, would, that was just such a, a flux time. So you, you live in a pretty, uh, I, I would say, this is just my personal opinion. You may correct me and that's okay. Um, but before we go to the next topic, yeah. is it possible that I want to say one more thing that is very yeah. important for the audience to know? Um, you know, rates went up, right? So people were, were very, very much panicking yes. because rates are up and it's unaffordable. It's becoming unaffordable, da, 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 right? Well, several reminders. We're still over 60 years history. We're pretty very, very low. One of the lowest rates we ever had anyways. Yes. On average in America, it's 7%. And we're yes. at a 4.875, maybe 5%. Come on, guys. It's low interest rate. And the other thing is we have to remember you're buying a house for you, for your family, for your kids, yes. for your life, right? Yes. Um, you marry the house. And you date the mortgage. Mortgage can go up and down and you can refinance. You can change things. Do not lock yourself on, oh, I'm going to buy because the rates are low. I'm going to buy because I want to have a house with my family. Yes. That's mine. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. I love that. You know, you marry the house, you date the mortgage. I, it, that's, that's just so true. I, yeah, I'm so glad you is. said it. Yeah. So, so people sitting on a sideline, wasting time, and then... Um, you know, they're going to realize that it went up again for another 4%, another 6%, and, and prices continue eventually. On When you look at the scale of real estate, even if it goes down, in general, it's always going to go up. Whatever you bought 30 years ago, I don't care what it is. I don't care sure. how tank you're going to go. It's never going to go there, right? Sure. So you want to buy a house, buy a house, enjoy it. We still have much more demand than supply. Very good. My my son always asked me, Dad, I'm I'm ready. You know, he's getting married in December. And oh, like, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's exciting times. And mm -hmm. uh and they're both like, we need to we need to buy a house, you know, Dad. But you know, what do you think? And here's what I'm looking at. And I and I go, You're making it too complicated. You know, do do you love the house? Do you see it fulfilling your needs? Do you see, you know building a family in this house. Well, yeah, of course. That's why. And I'm like, then what's the discussion? And I, I agree with you. Interest rates are where they should be. You know, please don't make me mention 1983 or 84 when they were 17%. <laughs> you know, and that's, a, you know, going back to how old I am. But, you know, th those times, uh, we're, we're in historically a very favorable time to buy a house. Uh, right. and, and it's a very, and, and, and I just, I love that phrase, you know, uh, marry the house date the the mortgage don't don't worry about these little trivial things because of the news and the media your friend your dad whomever you know chimes in your ear a little bit if you like it you can afford it and you feel comfortable that's all that matters that yes. really that's all that matters live your life enjoy it make the that's best right. of it every day and give something for your family to feel belonged and place yes. anchor enjoy it Nareet, nobody on their deathbed said, I wish I would have waited three months to buy that house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. So, so 
going back a little bit, you know, you're in a you're in a pretty hot area. I mean, that's a that's a, a well received area, so to speak. And I know we can all pinpoint different areas. I'm in Southeast Florida, you know, so I I always say my area is overly hot, you know, and and, and this and that. Absolutely. But, but, but tell me about what's going on in the Baltimore D.C. area. Uh, I love hearing about it, of course. Uh, what's going on there, and how's the market? So we're in Bethesda, Maryland, D.C. kind of area. Uh, market has been here. I always kind of call it recession-proof area in yeah. a way. And the reason is, it's not really, but the reason I kind of say it that way, because there, it's, there's always a demand here. We have very yeah. transient area. We have military, government, World yeah. Bank, embassies, uh, all the human genome and the genetics and, and the medical and NIH it's a very, very transient area. The government changes every two years. So there's always a demand. There's always, always a demand. So we kind of shielded. We're lucky in that way. It's a great place to do investment because the rentals are here. Always great and always go up and there's always demand for that. So it, we, uh, I'm glad what area for, for real estate um it is um the market is strong we still have again we still see multiple offers in pockets we still see a houses turnover uh rate is about um one month or just under one month which means we're selling all the inventory in 30 days or less wow that okay. we have on the market yeah or the turnover rate uh, or brand rate and um, average days in the market is about 14 to 16 days kind of thing. It used to be last year, we were maybe eight days. So now, or nine days, and now we're 14 days. Damn, we're still on a good market. I mean, yeah, that's a great, that's still a great market, right? <laughs> right. On average in America should be six months. Yes. Rate, okay. Yes. And we're, we're a month. So we're still in a great market. So I think, it's it's um as I said, it's strong. Buy a house, you want to buy a house, it's for your family, do it, enjoy it. There you go. That that's that's great advice. So, you know, a little something that uh, you talk about is uh kind of the secret sauce. And you know, we may have touched on a few things in that, you know, but uh, tell me about what your secret sauce is. Tell me about the secret to success. That's what I want to know. You're doing great. <laughs> Well, first, you see this agency. I love, love, love the company we, we're part of, and I can talk about it and tell you about it. Um, the biggest secret for everything you do in life is enjoy it. Yes. If you love it, if you enjoy it, uh, you're going to be that, – that's, that, that's, that's 90% of the battle. Um, so I wake up every morning. I'm blessed. I love what I do. And I think is what I see – what I tell my agents, and I have amazing team. I mean, I have the – best team. I love them. They love me. We're family. Um, and the biggest thing is that we always have to remember we sell buy real estate all day long and it becomes manual to some agents who forget that in front of you is a person that is making the biggest investment of their life. For them, it's the most stressful decision, whether they're buying or selling. It's a big money. It's a big decision for them, whether it's a $200,000 or, or, or two and five million. It doesn't matter. It's the same stress. Sure. It's my biggest investment, right? So we have to remember the person in front of us looking up to us to protect them, to watch out for them, to help them, to be candid, 
to say the truth, to tell them what we feel and fight for them and negotiate for them and be there the whole way, hold your hand and give us our experience for you because that's what you need. That's why you're going for an agent. So as long as we don't become manual because we sold fiber and homes and it's just right. another transaction, if every person in front of us is, is, is really important, it's not the money, it's the transaction, it's the person in front of us, we gain a friend, friend for life. And it's so satisfying. Yes. It's just wonderful. <laughs> More good stuff. I think we need to talk all day. I mean, you don't have anything to do today. Let's just talk all day. <laughs> Definitely inspiring me to feel good about everything. That's for sure. So tell me where, where you, you, you want to be. You know, this where do you want to be in five years? What do you see different? Uh, give me a few, you know, prognostications, predictions. And where do you want to be as a team there at the agency? So I own the agency, uh, DC metropolitan area. Uh, we have opened two offices and uh, we're going to open a couple of more offices in the next five years. Uh, I love the brand. I love the company. I love Mauricio. I love our 10 rules. I don't know if you know about them, but uh, rule number one is no assholes. And <laughs> is, <laughs> that in front, is that in front of the building? That is right. If you enter the office, you have the 10 rules. Rule number two is must have fun and so on and so forth. Rule number 10 are all rules are meant to be broken except for rule number one. There you right? go. <laughs> you just see people, you see people walking in, reading it, and then going, well, uh-oh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Listen, life is short. Let's have fun. Come on. We're right. here to serve. We're here to help. Uh, so where I see us going is uh, continue with the uh, agency, uh, family, and, uh, and growing with them because we love this brand. Mauricio is amazing. He's our uh, ma uh, founding uh, um, manager for, for the agency. Uh, the other California, it's a luxury real estate. We have a motto saying that we provide luxury service at any price. So to me is to give the service for the person in front of me, it doesn't matter what the price is really. Um, and that's, uh, so I see us continuing that mission, that vision and, uh, enjoying it. And, um, and we grew a lot, but we are growing as well on the giving side. We have done a lot of donations, uh, in the last few years, we have supported several organizations, comfort cases, kids with cancer, um, a lot of uh, disability kids, all sorts of things that we have done. Uh, build back home. We build homes for people who do not have the money. There's a lot of these things and we continue to do that. And we actually growing that uh, part of it. So a portion of our transaction goes to set aside for donations and wow, that's do that. So it, it, it's fun. It's, it's part of, again, being, being a member in this society. That's fantastic. Really is good to hear for sure. So if, if someone in the, you know, Baltimore, D.C. area wants to get in touch with you, what's what's the best way to get to get hold of you? And uh, should they contact the office or you directly or what's what's your. Yeah, so you can go easy and go to team .com. Okay. It's team T-E-A-M uh, Nurit. It's N-U-R-I-T dot uh, com. And um, you can also send me an email Nurit at team .com. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. I want to give you the last word, though. I always give someone the last word. and You've given so much positivity. 
uh, I, I, I can't end this without hearing a little bit more, you know, give us a last word and, uh, you know, go from there. Sure. So everybody knows that knows me. I have one motto that I live by every day and I tell everybody that it's uh, every morning, no matter what happened yesterday, I don't care. It's a brand new, beautiful day. I wake up every morning and we start with a brand new, beautiful day. Let's just throw everything out and start again because you know what? We have a brand new, beautiful day today. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, it's been a breath of fresh air having you on the show today. I like, I've liked everything that I've heard so far to read. So thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're uh, wonderful. I think anybody in the area that, that, that really wants a class act team and someone with positivity needs to get in touch with you. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again and, uh, and we will talk soon. Same here. I love picking your brain as well. So you wealth of knowledge and can't wait to see you again. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it again. Hey, just hang on. I got a few things I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds talk, good to me. <laughs> talk about talk about Maryland in the 80s. I could tell you all kinds of things. <laughs> things I could tell your wife that you didn't tell her. Hush now. Hush now. Look at that smile went away. She's, she's actually in her room doing the same thing I know for a totally different industry. So. Beautiful. Love Have it. Have a great day. You too. Thank you.